0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Barti as Christ is magnified in you. You may take your seat in heavenly places. Yeah. I know we are going to have a wonderful night tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1. From verse 6. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance. This is Paul writing to Timothy. And he says, I put thee in remembrance. Because sometimes you can forget. One of the major challenges of Christians is forgetfulness. Christians forget what manner of man they are. So it's, it's important you remind yourself of what manner of man you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? In James chapter 1 verse 20 look at James 1 20, it says wherefore uh, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God verse 21 it says wherefore laying apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. It says, receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Next verse. But be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only deceiving your own selves. So you can deceive yourself as a Christian. A Christian can be deceiving himself. How? By not doing the word. By not being a word practitioner. We are born word practitioners. You have to live as a word practitioner. Decide to practice the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But be what? Doers of the word. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Deceiving your own So, so God says, this is what you are. Then you say, we don't really think about what... I, I, I don't think it's, it's really... I don't think it's true. Considering my experience... Considering what is happening to me, considering my circumstances, I don't think it is true. You're talking about the people of the Old, in the Old Testament, the people in the Bible. These things are not for us. And I was in a service in a certain church and they taught beautifully concerning the gifts of the Holy Spirit. After teaching it, they said that "But it is not for us. After teaching everything beautifully, teaching on, I think my wife also mentioned something like that some time ago. In a certain church, she also attended you see, they are deceiving themselves, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Look at the next verse. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man. He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Beholding his natural face in a mirror. He says the man is like, he is like a man who is looking at himself in a mirror. So the word of God is a mirror. Now, what do you see when you look into a mirror? Did you look into a mirror before coming today? Yeah, what did you see? You saw yourself. Are you sure? Did you see your grandmother? If you see your grandmother, it means something is happening, isn't it? If you look into a mirror, you see yourself. You don't see your grandmother, you don't see your sister. If you're a guy and you look into the mirror and you see your uncle, or you see your auntie in the mirror, there's something wrong. He says the word of God is a mirror. He says it's like a man who is looking, beholding his natural face in a mirror. He looks at himself in a mirror. So the word of God shows us what we are. And it is true. It is not false. It is true. You see. He's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a mirror. Next verse. For he beholded himself. He sees himself. As you read the word, you see yourself. You see what you really are. Your experiences are false. That's what God is trying to tell you. Do you see what I'm talking about? Your, your failures are false. Their depression is false. God has an image of you. And his image of you is an exciting, glorious image. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And have it to the full. Have it more abundantly. To the overflow. That's what the Amplified says. Have life until it overflows. He's not talking about uh, having more life, more life, more life. Like you are like living and living and living. He's talking about the quality of your life. Do you see? He's talking about the quality of your life. Having a beautiful life. John 10.10. We'll go back to 2 Timothy, okay? I'm just trying to help you understand some few things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amplified. These are some of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. It says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they, who who are the they? Christians, you and I. All humanity. That they may have and enjoy. They may have and enjoy life. Ask anybody, are you enjoying life? Or you are depressed? depressed? This is what Jesus came to do. He came so that you may enjoy life. Where is the depression? Why are you depressed? Why are you sad? Why are you allowing situations to make you sad? Why are you allowing things to make people around you to make you sad? Why are you allowing things to cause you to? Be, be angry unnecessarily. No. That's not the life that God brought to you. He says, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Till it overflows. It overflows into other people's lives. Your joy overflows into other people's lives. When people come around you, you infect them with joy. When people come around you, you infect them with the love of God. Why? Because you're full of it. That's the life God has called you to be. That's what you are. Call to remembrance what you are. Go back to the other side. James 1, we're in 24 now. For he beholded himself and goeth his way, and straight away, don't straight away, immediately, and immediately he forgetted what manner of man he was. He forgetted what manner. There's a manner, we are certain manner of men. Don't you understand? We are certain manner of men. We are different, we are not like every other person. You are different. You must start thinking differently. You see, you are an expression of your thoughts. All the things you, th- you have been thinking in your life is what you are living now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know thoughts even affect your environment? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that I can be- sometimes you are, you are singing a song in your mind? You see, I declare that I am strong with the strength of God in me and I rise up with wings as eagles and I fly and I so you are singing that in your mind you are having a blast in your spirit you know enjoying yourself in your mind then someone by you also begins to sing that song audibly the person starts singing it they are like ah That's the song I'm singing in my mind. Now, how did that happen? Science calls it telepathy. Your thoughts affected the person's thoughts. Your thoughts even affect the house in which you live. Your thoughts affect people around you. If you want people around you you to think good thoughts, think good thoughts about them. And they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up. That's how it works. But as soon as you, you are thinking thoughts of weakness, thoughts of Confusion, thoughts of, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Is that affecting those who are around you? Do you see? He says, For he behold himself and goeth his way. And straight away, immediately, he forgets what manner of man he was. We are a certain manner of men. It's a night of revelation, right? Yeah. And power, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about now. You must have a, a proper understanding of what you have become and never forget it. Never forget it because you can forget the Bible even says says, and straight away he forgets what manner of man he is. Straight away, immediately, as soon as he finished reading the Bible, as soon as he was in the, he finished leaving, he left the service, he forgot. He forgot. Paul said in First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, he says, And nine brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes. Do you see? Next verse. Babes in Christ, I have fed with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear. It. Neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet carnal. For as there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? Are you not carnal and walk as men? Meaning that he did not consider them men. That we are a different type. We are a different breed of men. That is the truth. That is the truth. Jesus didn't die for nothing. Jesus died for something. Now, you must change your life by changing how you think. By changing how you think. By changing how you think. If you don't change how you think nothing around you is going to change. That's the truth. If you don't change how you think nothing around you is going to change. You see? Maybe you look at your life now and you are not enjoying life. You are not enjoying life. Paul said, I've learned to both abound and to be abased. It's not about what is happening around you. It's a mindset. Whatever it is that is happening around you should not affect you. You are not affected. You are not depressed because something is something bad is happening. But If you check your life and realize that you can just easily get depressed. Very easily. Someone can say something and that's it. Someone can just say something and it will change your, your whole mood. A call can change your whole mood. You can be singing. For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. The Lamb upon the throne. You are just singing and singing and singing and singing and enjoying yourself. Then a call comes through. Or a text message comes through. You pick the phone. And you reign in righteousness. all this. Can't we be happy anymore? You, see, you allow the text message to change your, your joy. It's counter to all joy when you go through diverse It makes no difference what's happening around you. That's, that's a life God has given to you. That's a life. He wants you to enjoy life to the full. We are a different breed men who are not affected by sickness, disease, troubles, challenges demons, no, we are different. Says you, you, you walk as men, as men, as men. We are, we are more than men. Do you believe what I'm talking, talking about? Even if you don't believe, that's what the Bible says. I'm not preaching my mind. I'm preaching what the Word of God says. Don't settle for less in life. Don't get to heaven and look back at what you could have enjoyed and at what excite, how exciting your life could have been. Don't I don't I don't want to get to heaven and then see all that I missed. I missed all these things. No, I want to win. Would you do you want to win? You have to win. You have to win. You have to win. Be the first. Enjoy the beauties, the glories of God for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whether there's money or no money, makes no difference. Whether there's the, there's a car or no car makes no difference. If you've noticed, things do not make you happy; they can just get you excited for some time. I remember I got a phone, a Sony Sony Ericsson. Was it a Sony Ericsson? Many years ago, it was a it was a Walkman. They, they called Sony Ericsson Walkman. Yeah, you open it in a certain way. I got one, and it was so nice. I used to wipe it, you know, wipe the screens in my in my shirt when I got it fresh. And I, 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 you know, when I'm going to bed, I, I put it right by me, very nicely, calmly, and then go to bed. That happened for about a week or two. After about after about three months, when I come, I throw it on a bed like dish <laughs> because it didn't make any difference. There are things, things, things don't change anything. It's, it's the type, it's the investment in your personality that makes all the difference. What type of a person are you? Do you see? What type of a person are you? So. In Romans chapter 12, so your thinking, your mind makes a lot of difference. Your thinking makes a lot of difference. Do you see? Your thinking makes a lot of difference. If you think that you are poor, brother, sister, you will be surprised. That poverty will chase you for the rest of your life. You can change your poverty with your mindset, with, with, with thinking in terms of riches. If you think that your body is not strong enough because of something that happened to you when you were born... When something happened in your birth, maybe something is wrong with your blood, something is wrong with your mind, something is wrong with... And the doctors are saying it and you know it. And you believe it's so strong. It's what you, what you as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you're thinking in your heart is what you are. You see. So Paul says, and be not, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, be changed transfigured. The word transformed there is metamorphosed. It means to undergo changes. You know if you see a butterfly flying all over the place, you'll be be mistaken when it is born. Because the butterfly that is flying out there was once what? Was once a caterpillar and once an egg even. A pupa, isn't it? Yeah. And you think that it's, it's nothing is going to happen to you because you can step on it easily. You wonder if it will be able to cross the borders of this country. If that people wants to, or that caterpillar wants to cross the borders of this country, it's not going to work. Nothing about it is impressive. Nothing about it shows that it can go anywhere. But watch out. All it needs to do is to keep eating. As long as it is eating the leaves, taking in the leaves. There will be an internal change. Something is happening inside. Something is happening inside. And very, very soon, you will see him come out of that caterpillar. And fly away. And cross the borders of this country when you are still in this country. Without visa. That's the life God has given to us. An inward change. Your mind. Your mind. Changing your mind. You are saying that you are an expression of the things you have been thinking all this while where you are now is an expression is a show of all that you have been thinking Some time ago in your past think i'm nothing i don't know what i'll do with my life is av employment in this country in which we are living things are hard life is full of up and downs life is not fair it's about whom you know and i don't know anybody <laughs> But if you change your mind today, you will have a different tomorrow. How many of you want a different tomorrow? A better tomorrow? It all begins with you and what you're thinking. What are you going to do? How is your life going to be like? How do you want your life to be like? You can recreate your world. You know that, right? You can create your world. You can frame your world. In Hebrews chapter, Hebrew chapter 11, verse 3, it says that by faith we know that the worlds were framed by the word of God. God framed the aeons, the ages, with his word. Now, the quality of your words are dependent on the quality of your thoughts. What you are saying is what is in your mind. Do you see a sign of growth is thinking before you talk, not talking before you think. So, what you are saying, you are, you are matured naturally speaking. So, what you are saying are things you've thought about. Do you get it? These are your words place you in life. So what you are saying shows us what you have been thinking. Do you understand what I'm saying? What you are saying lets us know what is in your mind. Unless you are a liar, you know. (laughs) What you are saying is what is in your mind. So don't forget what manner of man you are. Do you understand? Start thinking the way God wants you to think. I have the life of God working in me. Let me show you something you can think about. Can I show you something you can think about? 1 John 4, 17. Hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. It says, in this is our love made perfect, so that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. The word judgment is crisis. Hearing is our love made perfect. You know, the word boldness is very interesting. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll love it. Herein is our love made perfect. So that we may have boldness. The word boldness is paresia. Okay? And it means boldness of speech. No carefulness in speech. Confidence in speech. Please you understand what I'm saying? He says herein is our love made perfect. So that we may have boldness in the day of crisis, in the day of crisis, you have boldness in your speech. When problems, when things, problems come, you have boldness in speech. You are confident in the way you talk. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Things are not going well, but then you don't look at those things. You speak boldly. Why? Because as he is, as he is, as Jesus is, so are we. Now in this world, not tomorrow, not five days from now, he says, "As he is, as he is today, how is Jesus now?" Revelation chapter one will tell you. His eyes are full of fire. His hair is white as snow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, look. Look at Jesus when he was on earth. How was Jesus like? How was Jesus like? How, Jesus was wonderful, excellent. <laughs> they said, "What man of man is this that even the winds obey him?" Even the winds obey him. What manner of man is this? Now, you should understand what has happened to you in your new birth. Okay? When you got born again, Jesus came to live in you. That is what happened when you got born again. Among so many other things. One of the major things is that Jesus came to live in you. It's called the revelation of the New Testament. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. Look at Colossians 1, 27. Oh I hope I can communicate this thing very well to you. He says to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of them of this mystery among the Gentiles. He was talking about the mystery that was hidden before ages past. Okay? In God which has now been made manifest to the saints through his holy apostles, that's in Ephesians 3. Through his holy apostles and prophets. And this mystery is Christ in you the hope of glory. This mystery is Christ where? Christ where? The fact that Christ, do you understand Christ? The word Christ is the anointed, the anointed one and his anointing. He's talking about Jesus and the anointing of God's Spirit that is upon him. Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He says Christ in you. Jesus and the Holy Spirit in you. The hope of glory. What does it mean? The hope that tomorrow will be full of glory. Tomorrow is going to be glory. The following day is going to be glory. The next two days is going to be glory. The next five years is going to be glorious. The next ten years is going to be glorious. As long as I shall live glory. When I pass on from this world, I'm passing on into glory. And in eternity, I will live in glory. The hope of glory for the rest of my life. Not the hope of going down. The hope of glory. Now, the hope of glory is based on Christ in you. Your consciousness of Christ in you. Your consciousness of who you, who, who you are, who is inside you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when you got born again, Christ came into you. If any man be in Christ, there are two things that happened. You came into Christ and Christ came into you. These are two different revelations. We are, we are immersed into the body of Christ. First Corinthians 12, verse 13. For one spirit are we all baptized into one body. We are all put into the body of Christ. That's the truth. We are members of the body of Christ. Do you see? We are members of the body of Christ. Now, you cannot. I cannot chop. No matter how much I love my wife, I cannot chop my finger or give my kidneys to my wife. God forbid that. Uh, I'm just giving an example, okay? If someone you loves kidneys go off, loses the a person loses the kidneys, both kidneys fail, and needs just one to survive. No matter how much you love the person, you cannot give your kidney to that person unless your kidney is coded or has a similar genetic coding, isn't it? Or else the, the body rejects that particular kidney. So the, 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 the kidney must have the same genetic coding as the other person, the other person's body to be able to receive the kidney. Now, you could not have been made a member of the body of Christ if you did not have the genetic coding of Christ. Christ's body would have rejected you. But because you are made in the image and in the likeness of Christ. Born as Christ. You are now a member. You can be a member of his body. This is what has happened to you. And that's what he's talking about in the other place in 1 John 4.17. He says that this, this is what will give you confidence in the day of crisis. The fact that as he is, so are we now in this world. As he is. Not... So what, how are you thinking about yourself? Maybe you think that as your father is, as Mr. Messiah is, so are you now in this world. As your mother is, so are you. As your hometown is, so are you. As your area is, so are you. As your, 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 your country is, so are you. But he wants you to think differently. He wants you to think like this. That as he is in glory, as he is in power, like, like I said, let's even just consider Christ in his earthly work. Not the glorified Christ. Let's just think about the, the baby Jesus who grew up. <laughs> Shaka, satana. Let's look at how his life was. You know, and Jesus' life is a demonstration of a type of the life of God. How the life of God is. That is why we must read about Jesus. Do you understand? That is why you must read about Jesus. You must read about Jesus because if you don't, you will not understand what has happened to you you will not know the functions of the life of God. When you read about Jesus, you get to know the functions about the life of God. The functions of the life of God. It's just like buying a phone and not reading the manual. You don't know certain functions of the phone. Reading Jesus' life shows you the function of the life of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you a scripture. Luke, Luke chapter 14 verse 1. Luke 14, 1. As he is, so am I. This is what gives you victory in the day of crisis. It gives you boldness in speech. You can talk big without carefulness. Why? As he is, so am I. Even death could not hold him down. What can hold you down? (laughs) That same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead. Is now living in your body. And it came to pass, as he went to the house of, the, of one of the chief Pharisees, this is Jesus, who was going to one of the houses of, uh, house of the chief Pharisee to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him. People were watching him when he got there. Why were they watching him? And behold, there was a certain man before him which had dropsy. They we were watching him because this man who had dropsy, when we say dropsy, we are talking about a man who was swollen with water. The message version will show it to you. Let's see the message version. What's it called? It's called anasaka. Anasaka. That's a medical term. Swollen with water. Right before him, there was a man hugely swollen in his joints. Let's read amplified. Either BBE. Do you have BBE? Someone says, who had a disease? It's more than that. Amplified. That wet C means to, to, to be full of water. He's English. Yeah, he's English, you say. It. His arms, whose arms and legs? NLT. Whose arms and legs were swollen? A sick man came up to him. His arms and legs had become too large because they were full of water. His arms and his legs had become too large because they were full of water. The like guy was dying. And they were all looking at him, what he would do, what Jesus would do. What will he do? Look at what he did. And Jesus answered and unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? No, Jesus never cared about what the person did to bring the sickness. He never cared about that. And normally when you are going to pray for somebody, it's because you did this and you did that and you did that. It makes sense. That's not Jesus. You should, read, you should read well. If you don't read well, you don't know how the thing works. You'll make a mistake. And Jesus answered and unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal the, on the Sabbath day? Is it lawful? Next verse. And they held their peace, everybody kept quiet. And he took him and healed him and let him go. He healed him then, there, he cured him. He cured him. In other words, he reduced right before them. And he sent him away. This is our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, what ban of man are you? Ask the neighbor, what ban of man are you? Jesus was not the complaining type. Maybe you are the complaining type. You're always complaining. You know, this thing is not working. And we, every time this one is not working, God is so slow about everything. This one. You've forgotten what type of man you are. Your, en- your engine does not have fuel inside. You need to, you need to be filled with the Spirit. You see, the influence of the Spirit is like uh, a car that does not have fuel and needs to be refueled. When a car does not have fuel, you know, one of our pastors was telling me what something that happened to him on his, one of our pastors outside the country he was driving on a big highway in the country, and he just his four got finished. <laughs> he was supposed to have bought some, but he didn't. But he forgot to buy. As he was driving, just the four just went up, and he had to try and get off the road. He sparked; it didn't work. You spark and then the car is doing That's how some people's lives have become That's how some Christians' lives have become You are trying to spark yourself and it's not working As you are sparking your, 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 life is because your, your life is grumbling Crap. The car is complaining your, life, your, your whole life is complaining Why? Because there's no oil There's no fuel So Paul told Timothy Remember put, I put the remembrance To stir up a gift of God. That is in thee, by the laying on of hands of the presbytery. What is this gift of God? What manner of man are you? You know, I want to to talk about this generically. Of course, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. But then he's talking about every other thing too you can think about. He's talking about the life of God. He's talking about the grace of God. He's talking about everything that God has given you because grace, the grace of God has produced Everything for us. You must remember. Tell anybody you must remember. Yes. Uh, now, how do you remember if you don't know? What would you remember if you don't know? So you have to. You have to get to know the word. You have to get to know the word. He's given us a life of glory. How was Jesus like? I always want to know. How was Jesus like? No fear. No fear. No fear. Fearless. Okay, drop, drop down. Actually, I want to show you verse 10. That's what I want to show you. But let's read from verse 8 into verse 10. Okay? 2 Timothy chapter 1, from verse 8 to verse 10. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as a prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Be thou what? A partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. According to the power of God. Next verse. The power of God, who God who has saved us. Who has what? So He's not He is not ambiguous concerning your salvation. Paul was writing to Timothy, and he told him that he has saved us. He's not about to save us. Because there are some people who think that there's a problem with their salvation. They are not so confident about it. Even salvation. They are not confident about it. Maybe when I die, I'll go to hell. Because of something I did. Even the thief on the cross went to heaven. Even the thief on the cross who sinned all of his life and said something nice to Jesus is in heaven right now. What is wrong with you? Why are you like this? Because you've been thinking thinking wrongly. Do you understand what I just said? The thief on the cross got saved. He has stolen all of his life and he confirmed it on the cross. Who else was hanging with Jesus? Because the other guy was insulting Jesus and saying that you say that you are something. Save yourself and save us. And the other guy said, Listen, this man has not done anything. We have been thieves all of our lives. We have done wrong all of our lives. This man has not done anything wrong. Yet he's hanging here. Then he said, Remember me in your your kingdom. Jesus said that I say to you today that you shall be with me in paradise. There, that's finished. What a salvation. Yeah. So how much more you who has given your life to Christ? Oh, sometimes I wonder about Christians. Roman, keep your finger here. Romans chapter 5. <laughs> Romans chapter 5. Let's read from verse 8 to verse 9. okay? Romans 5 from verse 8 to verse 9. But God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. But God does what? Commended, he expresses his love towards us. In that while we are yet sinners, Christ died. Christ did not die for good people. He died for sinners. Verse 6 of Romans chapter 5, go to, Romans, go to verse 6, it says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for what? He died for? 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 Did he die for the godly? No. He died for the ungodly. Jesus said that, the one who is well, that's not need a physician. He came so that sinners can come to him. That's why Jesus you just the, did not come to die for good people. All those of you have been insulting sinners, who, who sent you? <laughs> who sent you? Is it God or somebody else? It's somebody else, it's not God. Because God is not insulting any sinner. God's, God's view concerning a sinner is the fact that I've died for you. Come. I like you. I've saved you. Come. I set what I've done for you. Come close to me. Not you. Your sin is coming on you. You'll see what will happen to you. No, that's not God. It's somebody else. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for them Godly. Go to verse 8. Go to verse 8. But God commanded his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. In first 1 John 2 verse 1, he says, My little children, these things write I unto you. That is sin not. And if any man sin," We have an advocate with the Father. Christ Jesus the righteous. Jesus Christ the righteous. Then he says, Who is the propitiation for us? He's the message seat. He's the reconciliation of God for us. And not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. He's, the, he's the propitiation for our sins. And not for only us, not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So if he saved you when you were a sinner, go to Romans chapter 5. We just read verse 8. Let's read from verse 8 to verse 9. If he saved you, if verse 8 is true, verse 9 is also true. But God commanded his love toward us, in that while we were sinners, if he died for you, Christ died for you, while you were a sinner. Next verse. How much more then? Being now justified or declared not guilty. How much more then now that you have accepted him? and have come unto him, and you have been declared not guilty. How much more than now being justified by his blood? By his blood. It is expensive. His blood is expensive. Do you know that when you do blood donation after a month or two, your blood is no good anymore? Isn't it? They have to, they discuss on the blood, isn't it? If it stays in the fridge for a long time, it is discarded. How many months is it? What's the power of our blood? How many months can it go? Okay, so red blood cells, the turnover is like one twenty days, so three months. that's time to wrap my mind around it. So two, three months. After two, three months, your blood is good for nothing. Your blood cannot be used to help anybody. After you give it to somebody, your blood cannot it cannot help anybody after two to three months. But Jesus had special blood, special blood that has power inside. After thousands of years, after th- it's still working. That expensive blood is the blood he washed you in. Romans chapter, Revelation chapter 1 verse, verse 5. It says, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. What are you talking about? Why are you thinking that you like this? Like, like, your thinking is not helping you. Change your mind. Don't you, but change your mind. Change. Eh? It says, unto him that loved us. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first because of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us. And washed us from our sins in his own blood. He drained his own blood. And he washed us from our sins in his own blood. That blood that is efficacious to time past, to time to come. Eternity past and eternity future. His blood is so powerful. It's not for three months. His blood is eternally powerful. It's called the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel spoke vengeance. The blood of Jesus speaks mercy. Grace, kindness, goodness, love, victory, glory, niceness, sweetness. He says, how much more than being now justified by his blood? He says, we shall be saved from wrath through him. From all kinds of... He says, look at this. We shall be saved. How much more than now being justified by his blood? We shall be saved from wrath through him types of wrath. So, if you're a Christian, don't ever think that maybe when you die, you go to hell. You know, your thinking is not helping you. That's why you're not living right. That's why you're not living right. You're not living right because you're not thinking right concerning yourself. You think that God, maybe all these things are fake. Maybe God will still punish me for all the things I'm doing. You are still doing what you're doing because you think that. God is not good. You don't know how much He has forgiven you. If you know how much He has forgiven, the Bible says the one who is forgiven much loves much. Your love is not much because you don't know how much you have been forgiven. Listen, the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads you to repentance, not the vengeance of God. It's the goodness of God. God shows us his goodness so that we can change. How much more now? Being justified. By his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. You got the next verse. It's nice. You can read on and on and on. It's so nice. For if when we were enemies, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. The word reconciliation or reconciled means to bring back into friendship with God. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of a son. How much more? being reconciled we shall be saved by his life we shall be saved by his life we shall be saved in all ramifications in all things by his life you must you must tell anybody you must think right right. what manner of man are you Paul was so sure he was not there was no ambiguity in his mind concerning the the salvation of paul and his own salvation go back to that place second timothy chapter one Let's read from verse when, verse 8, right? Verse 8 into verse 9. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me. Do you, are you understanding the scriptures? Do you see that the scriptures are very nice? It, it's, it's different from what people have been telling you. It's not, it's not what they've been telling you. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of, his, of me, his prisoner. But be down, partake of the afflictions of the gospel of, according to the power of God. Like, enjoy afflictions like me. This is another level. Yeah. If you don't understand what Jesus has done for you, you will not want to suffer for him. Look no. okay, at the next verse. Who has saved us? God who has saved us and called us. He has saved us. Cola has shattered. That is so exciting for him. I mean, I can, I can spend the whole service on that. God who has saved us. Who has saved us? See, I'm, I'm saved. God who has that is so nice. God who has saved us. Thank you, Lord. God who has saved us. And called us with unholy calling. He has called, I'm called of God. Say, I'm called of God. Called of God. If the president calls you, would you be happy? Yes. If the president calls for you and says, I want you to come to Is it Flagstaff House or Jubilee House? Which house is it? Which house? Is Flagstaff, Jubilee? Is a House? Flagstaff Flagstaff House Come to the Flagstaff House To the Presidential Palace I am making you an ambassador To America To America I am making you an ambassador to America what, What will you do? You will leave the service, isn't it? You will not stay, you will leave the service. You will not ask any questions, you just leave. Why? You have a calling from the president. He's gonna be out after some time. He's gonna be out after some time. He's on his way. I met one of one of our ex presidents and I was no impressed at all. Because I was like, ah, you are you are you are here. <laughs> People were taking pictures of him. At, I was in his house. I was in his house. We visited him. Yeah. And we were taking, those we went together with, we were taking pictures with him. Yeah. You rush, were you there? Yeah. They were rushing to take pictures. And I was seated. <laughs> and he was looking, I was wondering what was wrong with me. Like, <laughs> i I'm you not impressed? I was not impressed at all. Because the creator of all things is the one who is with me. And he's the one who has called me. <laughs> He says, and has called us with an holy calling, not according to our works. Our calling is not according to our works. Like you do something nice and then God will bring you closer. He says, it is but but according to his own purpose. His own purpose. I'm not doing what I'm doing because I'm a good guy. I'm doing what I'm doing because God has called me according to his purpose and according to his grace. It's his grace that has brought me this far. And it's his grace that is taking me that far. Hallelujah! nothing else. It's his purpose and his grace. He has called us according to his own purpose and according to his own grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Even before the world began. Even before you were born, he gave you that purpose. He called you according to that purpose and he called you according to his grace. So his purpose comes with his grace. His purpose comes with his grace. The purpose of God that he has called you to accomplish comes with his grace to do what he has called you to do. How can you fail? How can you fail? It's not possible. If he's called you to go all around the world, his grace is there to take you all around the world. One of my favorite scriptures is in Romans chapter 9. Last verse of Romans chapter 11. For of him are all things, and through him are all things, and to him are all things. This is text 6. Read it to me. want to go. For of him... And through him and to him are all things. To whom be glory forever. Amen. Why are, are you inside? It says, For unto him, unto God, and through God, and to God are all things. Do you understand all things? Every single thing. Every single thing comes from him and goes through him and terminates in him. Message. Let's read the message. I will never fail in my life. Because whatever God has called me to do, he has given grace for it. You accomplish God's purpose, I tell you. You can't miss what God has called you to do. You can't miss it. Always be saying that for yourself, okay? I can't miss what God has called me to do. I can't miss... You see, you fail when you try to do it according to your own abilities, according to your own mind. When you neglect the grace of God. When you neglect the grace of God, then you fail. But when you employ the grace of God, you allow God to work with you. You are in contact with him. Every time. You for Felix's purpose. it says, it's not according to our works. You are struggling too much. Stop struggling. Everything comes from him. Finish. Hallelujah. Mine says that everything comes from him. Everything happens through him. Wow. Everything ends up in him. Wow. Always glory. Always praise. Always yes. glory. Yes. yes. Always praise. Yes. 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 Wow. Everything comes what? from him. Everything comes from him. Everything happens through. Everything him. happens through him. Everything ends up in him. Everything ends up in him. Always glory. Always glory. Always praise. Always praise. Yes. 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 What a, what a blessing. See my life is for the for the glory of God. she I never go down. I always go high. Higher and higher and higher and higher. Are you a child of God? Yeah. Are you a child of God? Yeah. Are you sure you're a child of God? Yeah. Do you have any shaking in your mind that you're a child of God? Yeah. He says, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God? He is not in doubt concerning his children. It's the children who are in doubt concerning his fatherhood. They are in doubt. They are wondering, hey, this guy. this guy, is he really true? Is he really sure? God is not afraid to call you his brother. He's not afraid to call you his friend. He's not afraid to call you his son. Believe in it. Okay? Yeah. So let that be your constant mindset. God is my father. I am a child of God. Does your father love you? Yeah. Does your natural father like you? Yeah. Any sensible natural father (laughs) will like his children, isn't it? They would want to do good things for their children. Jesus said, if ye being evil and wicked, know how to give give good gifts unto your children, how much more God, your Father which is in heaven. If I'm a child of God... I was just saying something. I said, if I'm a child of God, then what can I lack? What will I lack in life? If a rich man's child does not think and behaves foolishly in, in in the streets... Of course, an untrained rich man's child. That's that dig- girl mean. That's a child. The trained ones are wiser. Yeah. How much more you? Who has God as your father? Start thinking like that. Okay? Don't let anything take that thought away from you. Don't let your circumstances, the things around you, where you were born, you see your father, your natural father, your natural mother, and you are depressed. When am, I going to, when am I going to make it in life? You don't need to make it in life. You have already made it in Christ. You have already made it in Christ. You have already made it in Christ. You made it when you were born into his kingdom. When you were born into his house. When you became his child. A child who is born into the king's house has made it. He has made it. Why? He is born in the kings. Don't you understand? Yeah. Your birth is what made you make it. People accomplish greatness. People are born into greatness. Who we were born into greatness? Because of the accomplishment of another called Jesus Christ. See, I've made it. I've made it. Say it again, I've made it. I've made it. I'm just trying to help you think well, think right. Yeah, think right about yourself. Don't forget what man of man you are you think that, oh, I'm not really good. I don't really know what's going to happen with me. I don't really know how things are going to be. Look, there's no food. Let's be practical. Look, there's no this one. Look, there's... Start thinking on the Word of God. If you start thinking on the Word of God, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Go back to Second Timothy, right? Yeah. Chapter 1. I'm trying to read that scripture to you. <laughs> it's just my, that's, this is actually my first scripture in my notes. This one is my first scripture in my notes. I've just been trying to explain it, some few things to you. Jesus who has saved us, God who has saved us, and called us, this is how I read the Bible. So that I can read one sentence, one place, and it leads me to so many, I start thinking about so many, they're like, wow, this one is here, this one is there, this one is here, this one is there. What I'm sharing with you, I don't have notes on it. What I've been saying to you, I don't, there are no notes on it. I'm just sharing my heart with you. You see? And this is this how I think when I open my Bible, or when I'm sitting down quietly. It just go, my mind will just go here. Wow. This is true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> if I were to be thinking from where I come from, naturally speaking, I would not be here. I tell you. You think your house your is hard? Be there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Verse 10. He has called us according to His grace and purpose and all of that. Then he says, but is now made manifest by the appearance." Let's read it well. Let's read from verse 9 into verse 10, so that we understand it more, okay? God who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Next verse. But is now... Be- this happened before the world began. But right now, it is made manifest. How? By the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ appearing and his appearance brought all these beautiful things into our lives. That is why we must not joke with Jesus. Jesus is the most important person. But now it's made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Who has abolished death? City. This is what our Savior did, man of God. When our Savior came, he abolished death. Has your father done something wrong? He abolished death. Who has abolished death? He has. He didn't say he's going to. He has. He's abolished death. He has abolished death. He has abolished death. He has abolished death. In all forms. In all of his forms. You know they are children of death, right? Death is called the king of terrors. And they are children of terrors sickness disease infirmities depression weakness demonic activities everything that death can produce he says he has abolished it yeah. cancer has been abolished cancer should not kill you say cancer will never kill me say cancer can never dwell in my body Cancer cannot dwell in my heart. It cannot dwell in my lungs. He says. So, what do, you do you what do you do when you find it there? What do you do when you find it there? What do you do when you find it there? What do you do when you find it there? First John four seventeen. Remember, First John four seventeen. What is what is in First John four seventeen? Hearing. It's our love made perfect. In this, is our love made perfect. So that we may have boldness in the days of crisis, in the day of judgment. Why? Because as he is, so am I. And the, so when you see the cancer, there what are you supposed to do? Just remember who you are. Just start remembering. Christ is in me. And he has abolished death. He has abolished death and all of his children. This is a child of the devil. This is a child of death. This is a child of death in my body now. You are not taking me to my grave. Take out of my body, and you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Listen, everything has that has a name. Hmm? Respond to the name of Jesus. Cancer is a name. It's been given a name. Cancer. We have different types of cancer, depending on where it is found. Jesus is higher, bigger. Greater than any name, and guess what? He's living inside you. How can Christ live in you and cancer be inside your body as well? How can Christ and cancer be existing in the same body? No, it's not gonna work. How can Christ and depression be living in the same body? How can Christ and poverty be living in the same body? How can Christ so you may listen? It doesn't matter what is going on. You may be under a bridge for I care. You may be sleeping under a bridge in the city with this knowledge, eh? as say is so am I as he is so am I Christ is in me do you understand what Christ is in me is do you understand listen that Jesus who walked on earth and did great things hushed the sea to sleep healed the sick and raised the dead walked on water and was tempted in all points in sin and was found without sin that man who was tempted in all points in sin and was followed without sin is sitting inside me. So when sin comes to me, the one who is inside me will rise up to face sin and conquer sin. When sickness comes, the one who is in me will rise up in me. and conquer. You don't need to do anything. All you need to do is to be conscious of the fact that Christ is inside me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Galatians 2.20. Do you love Jesus? You love the word of God. Yeah. Yeah, when you go home, man, eh, just sit down with the scriptures, just be going through it and think about it. Think about it. I've taken my time because I want you to see, I want you to see the scriptures. Look at this one. look at this one, look at this one. So nice. Why should you be walking around depressed, sad, not knowing what to do? This are you of the way, isn't it? This is are you of the way. It's not ended. It's not ended. Why are, you, why are you Why are you letting Christ in you go to bed? Christ in you should not go to bed. You must wake up. tony anybody, you must, wake up. you must wake up. Yeah. The Bible talks about waking up from your sleep. You have to wake up. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Look at this. This, is, this, is, this scripture is so powerful. I read it so many times, but I didn't understand it. And I stood it at different levels. Now I understand it on the level I'm going to share with you now. Okay? Look at this. It says, I am crucified with Christ. This is Paul He says, I am crucified with Christ. Rick Joyner had a vision and saw this particular scripture as a level in God. That when you arrive to, no arrow from the devil can catch you. It's a level in God that no, nothing can put you down again. And I know I've arrived in this level. I know it. Look at this. It says, I am crucified of Christ. I am what? With I am crucified of Christ. Other versions say, I was crucified as for me. I was crucified with Christ. In other words, my old nature, my old man, who I was before, my unrecreated my unre- spirit, my unborn again self was crucified on the cross of Christ. And that's what the scriptures say. You see, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. Look at Ephesians 2, 1. So beautiful. And you has been made alive, or quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Jump to verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, he says, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. You see, his great what? Love wherewith he loved us. He did it according to his love. Look at the next verse. Even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive, has quickened us together with Christ. Then it says, By grace, are you saved? And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is our story. This is our story. Now it began by you being crucified with him as he hung on the cross. All of humanity was inside him. He took the sin of all of humanity, and all of humanity was inside. You were inside him on that day. So Paul said, Paul, it's a revelation. If you, don't, if you don't have that revelation, you will not appreciate what you have become now. If you don't have that revelation concerning the fact that you, your old man, your old self was crucified. I mean, when it comes to that self that is full of sin and full of craziness, he was crucified with Christ. He's dead. The Bible says that Christ dying once has nothing to do with death anymore. Romans chapter 6, that's in Romans chapter 6, verse 10. Look at Romans chapter 6, verse 10. He says, For in that he died, he died unto sin what? what? He died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Have you seen it? Yeah. Go up, go to verse 9. Go to verse 9. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Christ has been raised on the dead and hence does not die anymore. Why did he die? He died because of sin. Now that he has been raised from death, it means that there's no sin anymore. Do you get it? It says, Christ, that knowing that Christ being raised on the dead died no more. Death has no more dominion over him. Verse 10. For in that he died, he died once unto sin. Unto sin once. But in that he lived, he lived unto God. Likewise, therefore, likewise, reckon. He says, in the same manner, you to reckon yourselves in to be dead indeed unto sin. But alive unto God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is, reckon. Put it to your account. The word reckon is logizomai. It means to... Credit to your account. To credit your account. Credit that fact that you are dead unto sin once. And now you are alive to God. That's what I was talking about. Your thoughts. What are you thinking? Because for some, eh, we are still living in sin. But God does not consider you living in sin. You may have done something wrong, but God does not consider you to be living in sin he says you to consider yourself not to be living in sin and that will mark the beginning of newness for you are you in the church at all so Paul says I am crucified with Christ I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live I am crucified my old man was crucified with Christ however I am alive again so who is the new one that is alive the new man isn't it His new self. The new creation is alive. The old creation died. The old self died. A new self has come. As for me, I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Now, this new man, he says, it is yet not I. This new man that is living now is not living on his own. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me so this new eye actually has christ living inside of him and christ is now living in the new eye and the new eye is now christ you understand it are you sure you understand it as for me i was crucified with christ that's my old man thank god for that i was crucified with christ nevertheless i live now that is the new man the new creation Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Yeah. That's a new creation. I'm now a new creation. But this new creation is actually not me, but Christ. This is, nevertheless, I, I live. Yet, not I, this new I is not actually me, but it's actually Christ living in me. Now, if Christ is living in me now, it means that when I'm going, who's going? Christ. Christ is the one going. When I'm talking, who is talking? Christ. Christ is the one talking. When I'm touching someone, who is touching? Christ is the one who is touching him. Everywhere I go is Christ. He says, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, the life that I'm now living in the flesh, I live, I'm now living by the faith of the Son of God. I'm now living by the faith of the, not by my faith, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, who loved me and gave himself for me. What, faith, what was Jesus' faith when he was dying on the cross? What was Jesus thinking about when he was dying on the cross? When Jesus was dying on the cross, he had faith that when he dies, he will continue to live in you. He knew that when he dies, it says, unless a grain of corn falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But when it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Comes out. Jesus was one in flesh. But when he died, he became many. He could now live in many. The corn you plant in the ground, it's not different from the corn that comes out. The nature of the corn that you plant in the ground, is not different from the nature of the corn that comes out. Same life, not different life, same life. You can plant those same corn into the ground and they'll also bring another corn. We've not had a depreciation, depreciation in, the, in the corn, in the quality of the corn. The life that was planted, Christ died, and when he died, resu- in his resurrection, he had many Christs coming. He had many Christs coming. That is why he says that, listen, think about this. As he is, so are you now. Not some, now. As he just as he is, how was he when he was walking around? The life that I know, I live by the faith. What did Jesus, I, what he saw is what I'm now living by. He knew that when he dies, he will resurrect and come and live inside me. He, we will have another Jesus in Ghana. Another Jesus in Kumasi. Another Jesus in Napidu. And not that Jesus at Croum, because you'll be there. That was his faith. and that is the faith I now live by. Do you understand? Yeah. What is faith? Faith is i don 't see with my physical eye, but I 'm going anyway because God has said it. What has God said, I say is, so are you now in this world. Please <laughs> you understand? So as you're moving around, you are actually Jesus walking in the flesh. Come. Jesus is now living inside you. Walking around on campus. Walking around in Ibiase. Walking around at Asafo, at Sofo Line, at Cronum, at Santase, at Atonsu, Atonsu Monaco, (laughs) Atonsu Kuwait, (laughs) Atonsu America, (laughs) at Atepa. Wherever it is, it is Christ who is now working. Do you believe it? Yeah. So now start thinking like that. That's what God wants, like. That's how God wants you to think like. That's how God wants you to think like. That's how God wants you to think like. I said that. Listen, you are a reflection of all that you have been thinking. You've been thinking that you are Mr. Kofi, Mr. Kofi's son and Mama Joe's daughter. Where has it gotten you to? Start thinking the way God wants you to think. This is the man of men we have become. We have become Christ men, moving around. He shall see his seed, and he shall prolong his days. We are the ones who prolong the days of Christ on earth. Please, do you understand? And guess what? Second Timothy 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. Oh, hallelujah. See, I love Jesus. What was hid in times past is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ. Who has abolished death? I told you, right? He has abolished death. And after abolishing death, do you know what he did? He has brought life. What life? The life of God. He has now brought the life of God. What makes God, God? You see how excellent God is? God is excellent. God is victorious. No matter who fights God, try Try fighting God and see. That life that gives God victory all the time is the same life that is inside you. That life that makes God excellent, whatever God created is excellent, is inside you. That life that makes God do the things he does is now inside you. Jesus said in John chapter 5, Verse 24. Look at John 5, 26. It says, look at this. Jesus is talking. He says, for as the Father has life in himself. The word life there is the same life that Jesus brought. The one we saw in Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. He says he has brought life. <laughs> I don't want to go into that. Okay? He has brought life. Life. Jesus said, as a father has life in himself. What makes the father what he is? What makes God, God? We should read the Amplified Then eh? Let's read the Amplified. Let's read it. For even as a father has life in himself and is self-existent, so he has given to the son to have life in himself and be self-existent. Jesus had the life of God. He had the life in nature. You see? There's human life. Okay, And there's animal life. And there's plant life. You know that, right? Uh, Plant life isn't the same as animal life. And even in animal life, there are different types of life. The life of a cat is different from the life of a dog. You know cats live longer than dogs, right? Do you know that? Cats live longer, way longer than dogs. A cat can live as long as 30 years. A dog may not be able to cross 10 you may not cross 10, 15, you die. A cat is naturally built to go beyond a certain level cat the life of a cat the sound the life of a cat makes is meow <laughs> meow cat The day you hear you, you hear "Whoa, dog, whoa cat something has happened. It is in the life and the nature of a cat to do the meow that he does. And it is in the life and the nature of a dog to do the woe it does. To bark. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. It is inconsistent with the nature and the life of a dog to sing and make melody. It's not. It only happens in cartoons. Is it true? The human life in its current form it's up and down. That's how human life is, I tell you. <laughs> human life is full of troubles. Human life is full of struggles. The ground has been cursed for man. Thorns and thistles are to come for man. In the sweat of the face of a man shall he eat. That is the life, the life of a natural man. But the life of God is not like that. Jesus said that. Look at the sparrows. Look at the lilies. They don't spin. neither They don't do anything. Your father fed them. How much more ye? Oh, you have little faith. Hey, See, I have the life of God working in me. You must say it until it becomes real for you. Yeah, You'll you be saying, but then it's like, I don't really know whether it's true. You must say it until it becomes so real for you. I have the life of God working in me. Christ has brought life and immortality to light. I'll talk about immortality next week through the power of the Holy Spirit. But I hope you have learned something today. Have you learned anything today? Yeah. See, I'll never go down. My life is only one way upwards and forwards only. And forwards. How is your life going to be in five years time? How is your life going to be in five years time? How is it going to be? Ask me, neighbor how is your life going to be in five years time? What can you see? What can you see? What can you see? What can you see? What are you thinking? Ask me, neighbor what are you thinking about? What can you see? How is your life going to be in five years time? Say I'll be enjoying glory say me I'll only be going up and up, only be going up. Higher, and higher. higher and higher. How about 10 years from now? How about two years from now? How about a week from now? Can you see death when you think about five years from now? No, that's not me. That's not me. Is that the nature of God? Is that the life of God? Has God died since He came? God has not died since He came. Where are you going to? Where are you dying to? Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me. Tomorrow is going to be glorious. Tomorrow. That is why. Listen, I'm bold. Says that you. It makes you confident in the day of judgment, in the day of crisis, because I see. So am I. I'm bold in my confessions. I speak freely without restrictions. That's pastor. You speak freely. You speak boldly, with confidence. Not thinking about what I. Uh, listen, I'll be giving my first million, million. dollars. In five years' time. Charlie, say something for yourself. Oh. Don't say Jesus' name for me. Say something. Speak. Bo- like, what can you say? Because Christ is in you, the future can only be glorious. How is the future going to be like? How is tomorrow going to be like? Tomorrow can only be excellent. Tomorrow can only be glorious. I'm a success. 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 How is two years going to be like? Yeah. Success on every side. I'll be giving bigger than I'm giving now. I'll be greater than I am now. More influential than I am now. You know, Jesus had so much influence. So much influence. The life of God is created for influence. The life of God is not created to be hidden. Jesus said that you are the light of the world. And the light that is, 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 is set on a hill. Cannot be hidden. Your life cannot be, you are are not, you have not been born again for an obscure, like like some corner. You have to dwell in some corner. No, that's not your life. That's not your life. I'm I'm born for greatness. See, I'm born for greatness. I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. 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 Two years from now, I'll be blessing people all around the world. That is my life. That is my life. That is my life. That is my life. I will never fail in my life. I'm I'm a success. I'm a success. I'm a success. Because Christ is inside me. Christ is inside me. Ah, Christ in you. Christ in you. Five years from now, you will not be found in trouble. You will not be found with HIV. Even if you are found with HIV, the power of God is inside you. It will kill that HIV. Five years from now, you will not be found with cancer. Cancer cannot stay in your body. Five years from now, you will not be found in poverty. Or in lack. Or going down from now, your life is going to be higher, better, more glorious than ever before, for I have come he came that you might have life and enjoy it, enjoy life you are the workmanship of Jesus you are the workmanship of God you are God's best poem. you are God's best poem. you are God's best you are God's best, you have been born for the best, you cannot go down you cannot go down year next year 2020 because Christ is in me 2020 will be glorious 2020 will be excellent I'm moving with the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost I'm moving with the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost because Christ is in me the life that I now live I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. As for me, I was crucified with him. Never Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, that Christ liveth in me. Christ is living in me. Christ is living in me. Christ is righteousness in me. Christ is the goodness of God in me. Christ is the joy of God in me. Christ is the glory of God in me. Christ is the excellence of God in me. Christ is the power of God in me. I can only go forward. 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 I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm growing greater. I'm growing greater. By each day. 5 years from now, it's going to be excellent. 5 years from now. 2 years from now. 1 year from now. A year from now. A year from now. Year from now more glory. More glory. Glory, why because Christ is in you. More glory, Christ in me. The future is glorious. Christ in me, Christ is in me. My future is glorious. Christ is in me. My future is glorious. Can you see your future? Can you see your future? Listen, because Christ is in you, you have every right to dream big. Never be careful with your dreams. Never be careful with your dreams. Never be careful with your dreams. Don't make small plans. Don't make small plans. Christ is bigger than the plans you are making. Don't make small plans. Tell your neighbor, Christ is in you. Don't make small plans. Christ is in you dream big. Don't just think about the getting employed. Don't just get think about getting employed. Think about, think about buying the company up. Think about buying the company up. Think about buying the company up. Think about it. Start thinking about it. You are said in this word. If you be willing. If you be willing. Are you willing? Are you willing to buy up companies? Are you willing to buy up great things? Are you willing to own great things? Because Christ is in you. Christ is in you. He says it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the lost house shall be exalted above all the hills. There are hills in this world. There are hills of entertainment, hills of media. He's going to use you to cover them to the glory of God. Can you see your future? I am seeing your future. And I'm so excited about your future. I'm just wondering what God is going to do with you. I'm just wondering what God is going to do with you. I'm just wondering what will be coming out of you. What will be coming out of you. The power of God that is using out of you. Because Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. The future is glorious. The future is glorious. The future is glorious. My ministry is growing big. My ministry is growing big. My house is growing big. Everything I touch is growing big. Everything I'm involved in grows big. To the glory of God. Because Christ is in me. Hallelujah. 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 Wow.